Welcome to the Perception Podcast. My name is Illuminate Moses. Today we're going to be talking about the mind. How does your mind depict man? What is mind to the depiction of your mind? Now let me tell you what the mind is. The mind is a plot. The mind is a thing. The mind is a script. The mind is a plot, is a thing, is a script, is a position. Now your mind is beyond what you think it is. Your mind is an infinite intelligence. Your mind puts you in a place whereby you find yourself in a position in the scheme of things of the earth. Most of us, or what philosophy and psychology have taught us, is that the man is the inner self. The inner self is just an atom of the man. I repeat, the inner self is just the atom and the symptom of a man. In the completion and collection of everything, whatever we've come to do, because we see it mostly as a means to an end, we see ourselves as people of purpose. What have we been called to the earth to do? I repeat, most times we see ourselves as a thing of purpose. We've been called to do something actually, to fulfill a purpose on the earth, to add value to the life of others, to be a means to an end. And now you're a means to an end through self-discovery, by adding value and putting people first before yourself. But don't you think life and man is much more than death? From the perspective of infinite intelligence of God, earth, fortune, but I'd rather use the word God. We're just a script, we're just a position, we're just a thing, we're just a plot. There's also a relation between matter and us. But I don't know if we've, ever sat, if we've ever sat down to really look at this critically. Now, let me use this. Now, if you're running up a hill, the hill is making you run up on it. There's a combination and a collaboration that you're not conscious of. That is the part of the event that you don't know. That is the part of life that makes you part of it. There's always this independence of consciousness, according to Alan Watts. Let me use this correctly. If you're running up a hill, the hill is running you up. It's taking you higher and higher. There's a combination that is taking place that you're not seeing. There's a connection between two poles that you don't know. What I've been talking about, I'm talking about the mind. The mind is a position, is a script, is a thing, is a plot, is an infinite intelligence. The mind is of God. And you are a script. But psychology and philosophy sees men from the inner perspective. We are much more than inner perspective. We are much more than the inner perspective. We are a combination of what the world has come to be. That's why God gave us control of this world. The fact that man has gotten authority, or the fact that man has explored or exploited the resources of the earth, does not mean the earth is subjected to man. No matter how we see it, we are, we are part of it. We are not independent of it. It is who we are. I have said it in, in individuality and collectively in my previous podcast. We are part of the earth. That's why whenever we live, or when we fulfill our purpose, based on how we've come to see the inner man, nature, death, and fortune.
and infinite intelligence has made us to believe. Our footprints has been taken out of. Our footprint in the sand of earth, nature, fortune, and of God, and of life, is still present. So what have I been talking about? I've been talking about the mind. The mind is much more than what you think. The mind is just you being a part of what makes everything complete. It talks about the relationship that you don't see. Now let me give you another example. How do you depict man to your mind? Depends on your state of mind. Some people see men to be mechanics. The way the man functions is just like the way the car functions. But is a car a man? A car is not a man, and a man is not a car. But when you look at how the mechanism, when you look at the mechanism of the body biologically and medically, it's just functioning like that of a car. You can use them as metaphors, and they're all going to make sense. Also, it's like when you see a sailing boat, is it a man that is sailing the boat or is it the wind that is sailing the boat? Is the infinite, is the intelligence, which is the mind that is sailing the boat? As Kant previously observed, Kant realized when you become conscious of your environment, you become aware. And when you become aware of your environment, it leads to curiosity. Curiosity leads to knowledge. Knowledge leads to science. Science leads to invention. And invention leads to technology. That is the mind. That is what I'm talking about. The fact that man exists on earth and makes the earth to fulfill its needs by his curiosity in which he has found himself does not necessarily mean the earth is subjected to him. The earth is not subjected to man. Man is an atom and a symptom of what the earth is. As Alan Watts, as Alan Watts explained, when you run up a hill, the hill is making you run, run it up and it's taking higher and higher. There's just a connection between two poles that consciously you don't observe. There's a way in the scheme of things that events upon events that leads to a certain event that makes life very possible. That's how the mind works. That's how the mind works. So the mind is just a position, it's a script, it's a theme, it's a plot that makes you fit into the old scheme of what the earth is. Like I've said about the man on the sailing boat. When you see a man in a sailing boat, is it the wind that is sailing the boat or is it the mind? Is it the man or is it the wind? But rather is it the mind. If you look at the airplane, what would you say? Is it a pilot? that is flying the plane or is it the sky is the intelligence is the mind is the mind that it all happened in the, is in the mind that it all started and is in the mind that it all existed and this is why the plane is flying so everything that we've come to achieve everything that we've come to know and everything that we've come to do is all in the mind the mind is a position it's a position in which we we are fixed and connected in an unconscious way to the events surrounding us. But we tend to see it as if we are independent of it. You're not independent of it. If you walk on the if you walk on the ground or if you wander in the land, 
is because the ground is available. That's why you're wandering on it. If there was no ground, where would you wander to? Where would what would you walk on? That is the combination. That is the events that you don't take note of. That's helping you to really move forward. Just like the man that's running up on the hill. The hill is making making him run up on it because there's a connection, there's combination. It's lifting you up. It's taking you higher. But you feel as if you're undoing. It's not of your own doing. There's what Alan Watts refers to as the gegemoge, the, in, the interdependence and the, and the penetration of the cosmos. Let me use Jesus. Jesus said, man was not made for the law, but the law was made for man. Listen, the Bible says, Jesus said, law was not made for man, but the law, man was not made for the law. But the law was made for man. What was Jesus talking about? Jesus was talking about when you guide your mind, you're able to operate infinitesimally. You're able to operate at the maximum. And that's what the law is talking about. It's talking about the mind. The moment you can guide the mind, the mind becomes the source of power. It becomes, it becomes something beyond what you can explain. It becomes that scheme, that team, that plot. That infinite intelligence that guides you and gives you an understanding of how you're connected and related to the unconscious events and series of events that makes you possible, that makes you why you do what you do, that makes you to discover what you know. As Immanuel Kant observe science, knowledge, invention, technology, environment. This is the power of the mind. What have I been talking about? I'll be talking about the mind and how you see the mind, how you depict man in your mind. How your mind sees man in form of depiction determines what man is. Like some art pieces, they depict man in a form that is not of human nature. They depict man in other forms by making use of inanimate things, you know, to depict man. So how do you see man is what man is. So your mind is the depiction or your state of mind depicts how you see man. So your mind, as I've said, is a scheme, is a theme, is a plot. As Jesus said, the law was to guide your mind. And if the law has to guide your mind, is to bring the consciousness you are not aware of, to take you to the point through which you could see how you're an atom or a symptom of the earth. So I've been talking about the mind, how powerful the mind can be, and what we need to do and how we are able to use our mind by discovering how we are connected with the things around us. We are not independent of the earth. We are part of the earth. We are a symptom. We are an atom of the earth. This is like explaining beyond individuality and collectivity in my previous podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this topic. Remain blessed. Bye-bye.